We love you said it's a steady day today. It's not a. Yeah, yeah it's steady. What's like a what's a crazy day like? Our 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 events. Mm. <laughs> like when we do an event, like we say we're doing something. Right. That's what it's crazy because it's like there's so many elements that we, we bring in, like the the DJ or the DJs, mm-hmm. the food, the liquor, the weed, the the and then the people come. Yeah. <laughs> and then the people come. So that's like the crazy days when we when we like put out the voice that like yo. It's this day that we're doing this or releasing this. That's when it gets crazy. And and we're over here in the beaches now, right? Oh, yeah. by the way, I already I'm already recording. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I kind of just flow right into it. Okay, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. We're in the beaches. Like it's like a, a nice vibe over here, right? Really, really. <laughs> and you know, before we even get into the different locations that you were. You were in like more downtown, more central locations. Yeah. What's the kind of vibe with the demographic that's out here? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you oh, are you yeah. seeing less hood type characters <laughs> yes. and stuff like that? You know, totally. no riffraffs walking yeah. off the road, yeah. fenty heads. Yeah. yeah, this is like just put it Range Rovers, mm. Porsches, Bentleys, Ferraris, nice. antique cars, like. You know, houses three million to six million. Like, like, you know, it's it's a different demographics. Totally, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah, man. So listen, I, I have the pleasure to be sitting in the store here, and with a legendary gentleman with a legendary clothing line. Right for the people who can see, like I have, like in the frame of the camera. For the people who are watching on YouTube, you may see a cutout Tupac next to a cutout Drake. Right. And let me just spin the camera here so you can see some of the brands here. There's some baby gear in the back here. <laughs> Holy. The expansion is yeah. real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then check this side. We got the ladies stuff. So it's like we got the kids stuff. Uh, everybody's having, you know, families and mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. of a family. So we had to just extend it. You know what I mean? And keep, keep as we call it, 100. And keep yes. it 100 and like keep it full circle mm-hmm. on everything. So kids, women, unisex to, to men stuff, we got it. Yeah. Well, well speaking of keeping it 100, right? <laughs> With no further ado, we have the founder of a 30-year legendary clothing line that has been seen on the likes of mans like the people you see in the cutouts, Drake, Tupac, Wu-Tang Clan, they had the red man vest <laughs> yeah. worn by red man, AKA Reggie Noble. You know what I'm saying? There's, I can't even say, you know, to introduce this gentleman, what rappers his clothes were on. We got to say like, who weren't your, your clothing <laughs> on at this point, right? Right. But, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to now just fill in the blanks of who else just hasn't tapped in yet and they're just sleeping. They missed the boat. <laughs> yeah. But with no further ado, we have the founder of 100 Miles Clothing, Big G, a.k.a. Gary Adamson in the building. Yo, man. Salute. Salute. Friday, Ricky Dread, man. Yo, thank you for, yeah, for having me over here, bro. Mad love and respect. Mm. Mad love and respect. So, okay, we're at the new store, right? 30 years. You opened the store 30 years to the day where you opened your first location over at 672 <laughs> Young Street. Wow. <laughs> He's done his research. All right? Tell me about the opening of this store 
and the feeling of opening the store 30 years later? Opening this store was the uh, most humbling thing I've experienced yet in this whole career of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, my family was here. A lot of my very, very, like my, all the people that come through this store is my family. So seeing all the people that came down, like just really overwhelming mm-hmm. and humbling, you know what I mean? At the same time, and it just lets you know how gracious you are for life and the people that embrace, you know, something that you're doing. So best word for me is humbling. humbling. You know what I mean? And just thanking God every day for just being this person you know, I mean, 30 years later mm-hmm. and seeing like the growth that the business and the brand has, you know, evolved with has yeah. been, you know, such a, a feat within itself. Whereas when I was young, I didn't really see 30 years down the line at all or envision that 100 miles that I created back then would be this brand that it is now. Legacy. Yeah. 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 So let's go back a bit. All right. You grew up in Scarborough, went to Lester B. Pearson Collegiate. Yeah. Tell me about life growing up in the boroughs. Life growing up in the boroughs, they, they, they call us the boonies back then. Mm. So Malvern, being from the Vern, like there was no respect for, for being from Malvern. So, mm. And even seeing you're from Scarborough, right? And yeah. so for me, I was like just so different on my vibe and approach to it i felt like that was an honor mm. <laughs> that was my pride like yo i represent this is where i represent yeah you know what i mean and this is where i'm from so i kind of went with that energy like in everything that we've we've transcended to to, to now yeah. you know what i mean and still representing scarborough malvern and the whole east side so you know like malvern has a reputation now right it's like a, it's grimy spot yeah so you, you said it was the boonies back then they did it they didn't have that reputation back then I, I think back then we always had that reputation okay it was it was it was a very tough area to to come up in like it, it's it is what it is mm-hmm. right and for me coming from you know west indian family yeah. strict mom <laughs> very strict mom that you know didn't allow us to get really caught up mm-hmm. you know to know it but don't get too involved whereas you can't can't see yourself so yeah you know what i'm saying we, we we were able to maneuver through it and you know here we are again yeah and in, in 1991 when you started colleges when you decided to get into the clothing stuff right yeah so what actually i think i knew already what college you went to uh but i forgot but you went to ryerson yeah ryerson. so at the time when you were in ryerson like, what inspired you to get into the clothing into the first place? I actually, I was in a lecture. To okay. be honest with you, I was in a lecture, and a professor said to us in the lecture, "Like, you guys need to get started on what you want to do now with your life. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be waiting till you're, you know, finished this, you know, lecture or this course to really see what you want to do with your life. You better start yeah. doing it now." And it was like deep, where I was like, kind of puzzled. Uh, what, what this man was saying to me and then it kind of dawned on me at the same time like yo I gotta like do something what, what manifests me mm-hmm. and then this whole energy came out of that lecture yeah so that's how it started yeah and so you just started to like 
were you, were you starting to take courses or like yeah, did you change your direction in, in, in I, I, college I was, at that point? No, no, I, I was studying business and then I looked at it like, yo, I'm, I'm, I ain't got no money for next year's tuition. Yeah. I need to find a way to make money, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it, it was expensive now as it is it was then, right? Yeah. And I saw it as, all right, let me get into clothing because of uh, a former uh, maid of mine, an ex-girlfriend of mine, she mm -hmm. used to sew, right? And we had a business together. So from high school, I was in the clothing business. Right. Right. And we happened to part ways. And because I, I formulated the business, I, I, I was a bit screw, let's mm -hmm. just say, that, you know, I was kind of... Um, outed out of my own business yeah. that never have ever happened to me when I got outed. So I took this as a, like a revenge. Mm. My, my, I'm going to make something better. Yeah. <laughs> and hence, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it is what it is now. <laughs> so, you know, you get the, 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 the spark in your brain, you know what, I'm gonna make something better. You're moving around from Scarborough all the way down to Ryerson. Yeah, downtown. Right? And then the TT Street, the TTC strike hits. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. So you got to drive. Yeah. <laughs> you're in traffic. Yeah. You stop, you're, yeah. you're stopped up and right you see... Right after that lecture. Right after that lecture. Yeah, like... Interesting. Like, yeah, like right after that lecture, yeah. And you see the 100 miles or 100 kilometers. Sign. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Take, then, us, take us from there. Then... I'm stuck in traffic for over like an hour or more mm -hmm. and I'm in front of this sign <laughs> and it's like hundred kilometers. I'm like hundred kilometers. And then I'm like, and then I'm looking at the cars and I'm like, yo, we're not going nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, this seems like life, right? Like this is life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it just like, like Newton, this idea came to me like hundred miles is like, the rate in which people are like, we're going. Yeah. And, and then this whole concept came to me, whereas hundred miles symbolizes us as people. Mm -hmm. The fact that we've come a hundred miles in life, but we still got a hundred miles to go. Mm -hmm. Whether it's war, oppression, now it's pandemics, mm -hmm. right? Racism, sexism, you name it. We've all come 100 miles, but we still got a hundred miles to go. Yeah. And then, you know, looking at the cars at the time, like how we were all winded on the DVP. I'm like, yo, this is just like how the human race is. We're just all running to get somewhere and, you know, coming from somewhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, it just represents us as people. Yeah. And we used to make a hundred of everything in hand numbers. Limited edition. Yeah. yeah. One to a hundred. So anybody now that's saying that, that they started that we, we were doing that from, 91. <laughs> 91. So even like, okay, you're wearing the hat right now. Yeah. The, and that's not the signature logo. That's like the Evolve logo. This is the signature. This is the signature. The Evolve logo is this. So, okay. so, so this is like where we started. And this was just one of our designs. And Okay. The, <laughs> I'll tell you the story. Yeah. Um, this was not my favorite design at all. Okay. Why not? Right? It just, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it at the time. And so, um, so many artists were coming to us and they approached me about the movie and even the movie I was uh, kind of ignoring because mm -hmm. I was talking to EPMD, I remember. I'm like, everyday Eric and Paris shout outs. And I'm talking to my, who I'm like, I, I was like fan struck. Yeah. Like, as much as I'm with these artists, I'm still like a fan listening to their music and mm -hmm. can't believing that like I'm in the moment where I'm 
talking to the people that I, I admire so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So every minute that I could I could get, I'm like, I'm politicking, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just like keeping it keeping it real, right? Like Eric was always telling me, yo, you gotta make big sizes big for big guys. That's yeah. why now you see us with three X, four X, five X, because we saw that from you know, the early reasonings with Eric and, and Parrish. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when we were sending them gear, they were like, yo, gee, you got to make it bigger. It. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got to make it down here for a little bit smaller. So, you know, at that time, so is it was just like something I didn't like mm-hmm. and then it was a way for me to get rid of it. So that's how we sent it to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's the Above the Rim movie. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll put that on the Pinterest for a second. Yeah. But because I want to get a full above the rim talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But in the beginning of the clothing line, the first people that you got into the clothing before talking to EPMD and all that, it's Kid and Play. Yeah. yeah. Holy. Yeah. Shout out Kid. Rolling, 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 rolling. Holy. Tell me about the first inter. And one thing I'm going to tell you also. Kid and Play is the perfect first meeting because Play is heavily into the fashion and he's yeah. been, he was, he was dressing them back yeah. in the days. Yeah. So tell me about meeting Kid and Play and where it went from there. Yeah, it was downtown. It was a big limo. I remember my, my, one of my homies from school was mm. rolling with them. He pulled in the window and said, yo, gee. <laughs> right. And then, uh, like, I remember I just made my very first shirt. So it was the very first night I even had the shirt. Yeah. And... You know, my homies in the East is like, yo, that ain't going nowhere. That what, what you're doing ain't going nowhere. Try to come with us in this rap group we're trying to create. And I'm like, I can't rap. Mm. And heads I ain't no front, man. So I got to do this. You know what I mean? Regardless of what y'all say, this is me. Yeah. This is what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock with. So kind of went down there on a, like a low vibe, not feeling good. Cause my, my, my homies are telling me like, yo, your 100 miles idea ain't going nowhere. And, Niggas, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so with that said, you know, I see my next homie saying, yo, G, and shout me out and saying, come here, I'm, I'm with Kid and Play. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, Kid and Play? And then, and then, and then I go like, yo, here, this, yeah. this is a gift from me. Like, like there's a first, like my first, and I remember them looking at the shirt, then looking at me, and then looking at the shirt. My homeboy's like, yo, thanks. And like, he just put put away his. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yo, this is dope. And I was like, for real? And yeah. like, yo, this is dope. Take my number. Call me. You come stay with us in our crib. And like, from there, they're the ones that really hooked me up. And That's crazy. And I know, know a lot of the, the different artists yeah. that, you know, I'm, you know, blessed to now know and labels like the late great Andre Harrell, mm. you know, rock with Uptown Records with Sybil, Sybil Penix and them. Mm-hmm. That that was like crazy, like Jodeci and mm-hmm. um, Diddy and Mary and late Christopher great Heavy Williams. D. Yeah, yeah, Heavy D. Oh, shout out late great Heavy D mm-hmm. and the boys, um, Father MC. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, that's Faith Evans. That's where we're from. Yeah. Er, so that's yeah. your earliest, yeah. like, I guess, placements with artists, right? Yeah. That's because of kid, kid, kid and Play. They put us on a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. So then yeah. as the time started going on, you started getting into the earlier 90s and yeah. stuff like that, late 80s. 
you know, people like Redman and all these guys started coming on the scene and, and this hip hop scene started getting a little bit more grimy and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. had the Redman vest. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Prior to Redman actually wearing the Redman vest. Yeah. So tell me the inspiration for the Redman vest. Redman, Red funny, um, EPMD, the, the hit squad. Mm-hmm. So Redman's not even known at this time. And they're like, we're, like I said, we were always on the phone. He so. was their DJ at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and so they say to me, yo, gee, why don't you bring up Redman? Mm. Do, do autograph signing with Redman and, 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 and have them like in your stuff. And I'm like, you know, at the time we, we didn't have the budget to bring him yeah. to the city, but I, we were able to send merch. So I was like, yo, I'll hook him up. Mm-hmm. So if you came to our store back then, we had shirts with it, like EPMD, all autographs signed, red men, like autographs signed. And people didn't even know who these guys were. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because we're now like, there's this hip hop like channel in, in the city where we got a big, loud booming box and we're playing like hardcore hip hop in mm-hmm. downtown Toronto. You know what I mean? And playing it like so loud that like, you trying to sleep, you ain't sleeping. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like a double, double, uh, what, 18s at the time? Like it was like, boom. Yeah, yeah man, we were making noise. You guys noise. are yeah, like a flood in the block with yeah. sound, eh? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, that's how we were with, with hip hop and artists that we banged with. We like, there's so many artists that their music we help popularize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Through our store and through getting, you know, their early releases. Yeah. So we had a lot of, um, early jumps and a lot of artists is because the labels at that time had to, you know, find ways in which to market the artists or advertise the artists. And so our story mm-hmm. being hip hop, we just loved it and embraced it that like every single label from universal to, to Sony, to BMG was here, 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 giving us the music. And yeah. you know, we had like uh, Snoop, like we, I remember bumping Snoop before us. Snoop Blue, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like Mary albums, Mary J. Blige albums. We had those before, like Mary became Mary. Yeah. You know what I'm and so many art, Buckshot and them, you know, EPMD. Like there's so many names that we can, we can say that we've helped or we've orchestrated in them being known in Toronto and the music. Yeah, because there was saying? no social media right. back then or right. any of that stuff. So whoever has it early, you're the only one, <laughs> yeah. right? Somebody has to dub yeah, the tape yeah, from you yeah, to get it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay, and let me freeze there for a second. For the babies out there, dub the tape. That means <laughs> an analog cassette tape, all right? You hear yeah. me? And yeah. and you got to put some little pieces of, of tissue inside of the tops of the tape so that you can now put more stuff on the tape, okay? Yes. Yes, real shit. You're blessed, okay? You're okay now, guys. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to stream. Yeah, it's now streaming. <laughs> yeah. So back then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, talk about the, uh, the the backpack feature that you had on that too, man. I, I, before the, back, we... the backpack feature was yeah. just like, we were going to school, somewhere to put your books. We're a conceptual brand. And we, like, we, we, we just always try to be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and do something different. You know, that's like our, always been our our goal in, in, in clothing is to make a difference and make it for everyone. And so that was for like the kids going to school we or the, the record collectors or the, you know what the I'm DJs, saying? Yeah. yeah, the DJs. 
that you could put your stuff mm. without have to be carrying a backpack. You mm-hmm. would just have a pack uh, on 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 your vest. Yeah. Right. And so that was like one of our original creations that you know. You know, it, it's crazy that, you know, when you look back at it, it was just, you know, cool how we, we came up with it. Yeah, just yeah, mad just, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so even like all this inspiration that you're having and you're like, okay, I want to do this. I want to try this. All these different concepts, embroideries and the insides <laughs> of stuff and all that. Just manufacturing. You got to get that done. Like, yeah. So tell me how you started getting that. Manu- that piece connected. Manufacturing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first person that really took me serious was another guy named Gary. Okay. And when I, I remember going to a lot of different like manufacturers or suppliers, and them laughing at me and saying, who's this young black guy? He, he has nerve coming in here. Some of them, like, you know, it is what it is. Just kind of slammed the door in my face. Wow. Yeah. And so whether I had money or not, you know what I'm saying? And so this gentleman uh, in Scarborough saw my vision and, and I said, look, I need to make some shirts. You know, I want to, you know, come out with this this clothing line. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, it's going to cost you this. Just make sure you have this money. And I don't know how I found the money, but I found the money. And I gave him the, for my, my very first shirts, they were red and blue. Nice. I remember giving one to Chub Rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chub Rock. Yeah, ninety nine. Chub Rock steps up on the scene with yeah. a lean and a pocket full of yeah, green. Yeah, it was Chub Rock, Cypress Hill, Holy, uh, Black Moon, Fushnikins, mm-hmm. and the UMCs. Wow, mistaken. That was a concert, and um, I remember Chub didn't like Cypress Hill because they were bought the weed, and <laughs> Cypress Hill was up to me. Yo, you got any weed? And I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know. So yeah. it, it was. It was, it was a like this is before Cypress Hill was Cypress Hill. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, crazy show. That's crazy. crazy. Show. And that's funny because you you mentioned that, and it kind of ties in of how you met those different people yeah. to have them in the 1992 yeah. opening of the store. Yeah, right. Yeah, you have yeah, organized <laughs> confusion there. Pushnikins, yeah. UMCs, and I, I and when I found that out in my research, I'm like, wait a minute. How the hell you pull that off at 20 <laughs> years old? But now you just explained. You met yeah. them before yeah. that at the concert. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about the first opening, the six, the 672 Young wow. Street main first store. Like, yo, yo. I'm opening my first store, fam. Nerve-wracking. Mm. Absolutely nerve-wracking. Um, we were, I think, we blew up too quick. Mm. And it was just like, Lights, camera, action from the very first day. Yeah, because the CP24 and yeah, everywhere, yeah. City TV, everybody was there. Holy. Yeah. It was, it was just, whoa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, everybody's eyes were in shock because when they saw our clothes and I remember like our clothes were kind of coming in on the hour as we were opening. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, we're just putting it up as, and people actually buying it. Yeah. You know, and so you're, you're saying people are buying them as they're going on the rack. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, so it, it, it was very, very, uh, a very blessed moment. Mm-hmm. I could say the first store, but more nervous and scared, you know, not knowing what you're heading into mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, or if anybody's going to embrace it or, or like it or, you know, 
and just having these major artists at the time like rocking with you and wearing it yeah. um, and believing in you like you're some kind of big influence and you're like Yo, I really, I'm, I'm like we're, we're we're just trying to find ourselves at that time so being young immature yeah. very immature and, and not uh, really uh, I should say that as business minded as I am now mm. you know what I mean I was more about like just hanging with the, the cool guys like like or the like these these are like who I aspire to be around. Yeah. Like, these are the rappers that I'm a fan of their music. So yeah. it was more about like just being around artists and and um them really vibing and trying to put me onto my path and me just trying to stay, you know what I'm saying? Like just trying to be me at the same time. I was mm-hmm. not, I wasn't trying to um let the, the this let's say new popularity get me get me out of my my head frame so yeah. a lot of times trying to stay humble or stay stay true to the ground but it it, it will get you <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you. back then you got to remember over here in toronto fam it's not normal especially in the early 90s yeah. to be connected with so many yeah. american rappers yeah it's one thing to be connected with the you know with all due respect the locals Right? Shout but, out Maestro. Yeah. Because we have legendary locals. Yes. But yes. They're, they're still, you can still see them around, right? Of Where course. like these guys are coming in town and yeah. we're only getting to see them on TV. Yes, yes, yes. yes right? Yes. You're yeah, hanging yeah. and they're like, yo, <laughs> gee, what up? Like, That's my homie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it's a different type of vibe. It's, it's exactly. It's not easy to just ground yourself. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you know, I think the streets will will let you get you grounded real quick if, mm. if, if you know you really are from like how we're we're from the streets of Toronto you know what I'm saying and yeah. so, you know you see a lot of things you experience a lot of things mm-hmm. and it, it just keeps you grounded yeah. you know what I'm saying in, 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 in your world that you've created you know what I'm saying did you get any like pushback from like other clothing companies that had already oh, yeah. started at the time. Oh, Cause yeah. at the time, like I know cross colors that started like around 89 or something yeah. like that. Um, I, Carl Carnai was around that same time too, 1990. We're, we're all, believe it or not, we all know about each other. Mm. Right. Like, so everybody like whether in the States or anywhere else in the world, when it comes to this like urban or streetwear or actual cultural aspect of it we all know about each other yeah you know what i'm saying and so to answer your question yeah there was more um rooted in toronto mm. right so call no names but it was it was like very much and i feel it was just our own people doing it to us and yeah. uh, that was like you know what i call self-hate where you know each one's watching the next one Right. And when we're watching each other and competing with each other, trying to be supreme, mm-hmm. the other man on the other side is watching us and studying us yeah. <laughs> being supreme. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, so yeah. that's what happens when, if you get caught up in this, you know what I mean? Um, clothing war. So mm-hmm. we don't partake in anything of that nature at this time in our, our career. Yeah. Uh, we just show love to everybody and you do what you do. We keep doing what we do. Yeah, man. Everybody has a lane. Yeah, of course. And, and as time started to progress and, you know, the clothing start, line started to grow, people are hollering at you, you know, we need clothing, we need clothing. You start getting calls from, like, the people from above the rim. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't trying to hear them. No, no. 
I wasn't going to hear nobody. <laughs> Can you tell the yeah. people who haven't got to hear that story? Yeah. Right. So our headspace at that time is like, all we we got this whole industry pretty much on on back. Mm-hmm. So at the time, my homies, which weren't as big in the in the industry, they came to Toronto, and on the way to Toronto, one of them got arrested. So. They basically bailed them out with all the money they had. So mm-hmm. when they came to the store, K-Force, mm-hmm. right? Sean K-Force, right? They all came, G, like, we ain't got no dough. And if you know me and you say you ain't got no money, no like, like, right? like, you got to keep it stepping, right? You so, got to go. So, so they're like, yo, G, please, please, we got to go back to New York with at least something from you, mm-hmm. right? Just to, like, say that, yeah, we, we came to the city. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, you know what? Just take one each of whatever you want and leave. Don't like, I don't even want to hear from you again. Mm. Right. So when they got back to New York now, they're like, they call me, yo G. And I'm like, no, nah, not, not this again. <laughs> you know what I mean? You already <laughs> caught me once. You're not going to get me again. Yeah. Like, oh, some free shit. They're like, yo G send some clothes. We're doing this movie park. And, and I'm like, man, I don't even want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that right now because y'all ain't talking no money again. Yeah. And you tell me about send now. Right after you guys came to my store and took all this stuff, and so they called me for at least a week, two weeks. Wow! Like daily, and I kept hanging up and banging like, it on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, like so you get, yeah, because I don't want to hear about sending you no clothes. Mm. And they finally had this lady call me, and she was a, a producer. And I remember the American actor. Is this Gary? And I said, yes, it is. So who's this? She goes, my name is da da I'm from Baldur River. I heard the boys are telling me they, they're having a hard time with you. Mm. <laughs> trying to trying to get you to send some clothes to, to the movie. This is real. What do you need, money? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, yes. this, this is what I want to do. I want to send you a FedEx way bill so I don't even have to pay to send the clothes. Mm. So she sent me some, some like, and I remember I had to go this next office to get my faxes at the time so I'm getting this and this paper printout fax of the way bill mm-hmm. and I remember saying to my my, my staff at the time yo send them that I don't like that <laughs> like so sort of stuff like just let let's just get this what they want now because they talked about some movie like I'm like yeah whatever they sent this lady BS yeah you know what I'm saying and so, you still weren't believing that yeah I wasn't believing it like, yeah. I was like yeah, they just they just came up with some way to get some free clothes out of me and next thing you know, um, from Mo Steph, Mo Steph is telling me, I remember Moe's is calling me, yo, gee, Pac is wearing your shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, Pac is wearing your shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm a, this movie, right? Pac is wearing your gear. Like, and he's, he's like in it, yo. Like it. And then um, I remember my homies presented it to Tupac mm-hmm. and Pac, like there's so there's other brands there and they're trying to give Pac their clothes. Yeah. He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And then he saw mine and he looked at it and he goes, Is he black? My my homies go, Yeah, she's black. Come mm. on. And Pac put it on. Right away. And here we are now. He became birdie in yeah. above the rim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the infamous scene yeah. when he gets up off the benches. Holy Yeah. You when yeah. you seen it, and I doubt you seen it like on a DVD first. You probably yeah. seen it on the silver screen. Yeah, that was. What was that feeling like, bro? 
my heart like really started beating mm. and I just felt like this overwhelming like kind of like pers- perspiration like like I, I, it, it's like out of body experience yeah. yeah it was it was totally like something I can't really describe mm-hmm. the only other time I felt is with Drake mm-hmm. Drake did it you know, it's, it's, it's like so surreal yeah. to see it like your product on such a, a big, a big screen. screen yeah. Like yeah. 30 yeah. feet tall, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, and hearing people in the audience say, that's hundred miles. Mm. And, like, and, and, you know, people so much love for the city. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, it, it it's just humbling. I, uh, that's the best way to, again to describe it. Where, yeah. whereas you know, there's a God. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. No, that's, that's real. That's the best way to, to put it. Yeah, that's a that's a a, a blessed experience yes. right there, right? Yes. And you know, you 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 got gear with Pac, all you know, or Pac's wearing your gear on the big screen. Yeah. And now you got man's like Biggie from Brooklyn. Yeah. You go to link with him. <laughs> yeah. That's the ops though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was, I was so, I remember Biggie, Biggie just walked into my store. Mm. Just out of nowhere. You're like, oh shit, that's the ops. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was, I was nervous. I was, no, no, I was mad nervous. Mm. So I was like, yo, is he going to beat me up? Like, like, like for real, like. Tupac is wearing my clothes and everybody know about this beef right now. Yeah. And I remember Biggie and Lil C's coming in the store. Mm. And I, I'm nervous like crazy. And um, a couple of my, my peoples are there. And Biggie goes, yo, gee, what up, man? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I thought you're going to, I thought it was going to be some kind of issue. He's like, nah, gee, love yo. Love yeah. you, bro. And I'm like, for real? And he goes, yo, I'm a fan of your brand. And that was the very first person to ever tell me that they were a fan. Mm. I never heard that like in my whole career where like I was confused. I was like, you're Biggie and you're telling me you're a fan of my brand? And I was like, I'm a fan of you. Yeah. Like I'm a big, like, I'm like, no, no, I'm a bigger fan of you. He's like, no, no, G. And he was the one that kind of put me on to like, how in which my brand was being perceived in in the states it's mm-hmm. like everybody that's famous where's your brand yeah and, and, and rocks with your your shit and i'm like for real and he's like yeah g mm-hmm. so it was like just reasoning with biggie where i got a little bit more put onto game or put onto the knowledge of what we were doing from toronto mm-hmm. for the states you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, wow, look, we're from Toronto and, you know, this is a legend already. And he's telling me the things that we're doing from Toronto for the, the music culture in America. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, this is Toronto, baby. This is Toronto. Like, yeah. it was all about representing where I was from. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. everybody was trying to claim us being from America. Like, we were an American brand. Yeah, they didn't know. Right. And so we... Hence, started making Canada and putting Canada on our Toronto 
on our clothing because mm-hmm. we wanted people to differentiate that no we're not from new york no we're not from la we're from toronto yeah and, and really trying to represent for the for the city you know what i'm saying yeah. so hence why you see that now that's dope man yeah, that's man. dope r.i.p b.i.g yeah, man. man rest in peace park rest in peace guru mm-hmm. odb odb uh, big l yeah There's a lot of people that are gone fife yeah. yeah, Freaky Tar from Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Like, all these beautiful beings have put us on and showed us a lot of love and respect. So we're here representing them now yeah. as, as, as we're going through being this friend. There's a lot of people that we got to salute for. And Andre Harrell, the late mm-hmm. Andre Harrell. Yes, yes. Like, so much love and respect to these people for aiding in my career and, you know, giving me when they're on a big platform, putting me on that same platform. Yeah. You know, so much love. Yeah, man. RIP and God bless the dead to all and condolences to all of their families. And, you know, one of the people that you mentioned in that list there was the late, great ODB. Right? Yes. Tell me about the the, the fangs story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember the first time, like, you're telling, telling me about some guy named ODB from Wu-Tang going to come to your store, G. And I'm like, and they're like, he's a bit crazy and <laughs> a little wild. I'm like, yeah, man, I've seen like everybody now. So who, who's this ODB guy? So I remember going outside and he's coming up to me. Yeah. And he had this big Dracula effect. And I was like, I was like, yo, is he going to bite me or something? Like, I'm like, yo, stay away from me. Yeah. And then he comes and he gives me a big hug. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, gee, you good? And, and, and one of the, like him, Biggie, there's certain artists that would just really build and check in with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More than like, yo, I just want to get some clothes. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So we, we went through, where we could we we peep the real ones mm-hmm. next to the ones that were just around us because it, it it was part of the whole thing of being an artist. They felt yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying and they so, were too cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we got ones like ODB, where intimate moments over different periods of time, where he's and he's always checking in with me, Senior G, you all right, everything good, you mm-hmm. maintaining. And I, I, I know the grind's hard, kid, like, you know, and showing love. And so why I always, you know, mention him and represent him because he's one of those real ones that mm-hmm. really took the time, like Biggie and, you know, a lot of them that have shown me real love, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and took it beyond just the clothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. took it to like, you know, we're black men or we're, we're, we're in this industry and we're, we're all trying to push. Let's, let's help each other and let's, Make sure we take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Biggie said, show love is the Brooklyn way. You know what I'm saying? Shit. And, and even like, before I get to some of the other stuff that I have on the page, like you mentioned so many, oh, actually, distribution. I want to talk about that quick, fast. Yeah. Right? Because, <laughs> you know, to be able to get your clothing around to all of these different stores, you know, to end up in like Dr. J's and all those types of places. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it had to be a process, right? Yeah, it, it was Source Magazine. Mm. We were featured so many times. You guys look at the, the old Source Magazines um, that they even drew characters of like their cartoons in, in our clothing. So we had this from in the 90s, like 
uh, at the Source magazine, mm-hmm. Vibe magazine, like Word Up magazine. Like they 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 were doing features on us. They were um, showing our clothing. So mm. a lot of the distribution came through the magazines because remember, there's no internet. Yes, there's, there's no um, TikToks or whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, to have a platform. So yeah, you can't just post it up yeah. on your social media page right. and be like, this is what my clothing looks right. like. So, and to get into the source was not no easy, easy feat. And I remember many times going to New York and just being up in the source office and, and saying, yo, <laughs> put us on and like represent 100 miles, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and them showing a lot of respect and love and putting us on to to the fact that then we got distribution deals and nice. you know different like we were all over the states at a very very early age and not really um, knowing the full aspect of the business back then mm. right and, and so we we more or less was just like trying to be notarized as a Toronto designers yeah like that that was kind of really what my um, my attitude was it was was more just to be like representing Toronto, mm-hmm. right? So I I I, I kind of had this this attitude where coming from Toronto, I, I felt like we had to like prove more, yeah, than than the brands that were already there. You know what I mean? Because they they're getting the automatics because they put NYC or whatever, yeah, and we're coming like saying Toronto, yeah. So we had to like push a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. back then, I'll be honest, Toronto was not recognized. They used to ask me, y'all live in igloos? Oh, right? man, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. Y'all live in igloos and like, man, I ain't coming to Canada or Toronto. There's too much snow over there. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? It's like, summertime right now. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and, you know, them just being not knowing of Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I'd be like, come over. Come on. And that's how, you know, like DJ Hooker and, Don, like rest in peace, Don. But like all these people started coming over, yeah, and really plugging into to Toronto. Kevin Weeks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like these are like legendary names. He worked for Flavor Union, right? So like Naughty and them, you know, like all these yeah. people that I've rocked with. So you know, they're the ones that were helping this Toronto to New York to the rest of the world bridge yeah yeah and you even mentioned with um the toronto scene not being really budding like that at the time no not um, at all but like did, were you clothing any of the toronto artists on the way up yeah maestro mm-hmm. dream warriors um mishi mm. um hdv at the time the pimp of the <laughs> microphone <laughs> shout out h mm. um rumble and strong yes um there's so many like so we were representing on the Toronto scene mm-hmm. at the same Farley Flex. Yes, look, Farley Flex. Yeah, yeah, man, Farley Flex. Like, if you look at some, um, I think it's called Bring the Noise. So you'll see Farley wearing us back then, and the, the kids from Woolbert, like, there's a Danny Yo and all them, yeah. like Socrates, like, all of them have built with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so we've been an intricate part in, in, in the Toronto artists also. Yeah. Not just, not just the States. And even like with that being said, right, we have the biggest artists in the world come from Toronto. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's rocking it right there in the, in the cutout, right? For real. So when did that like link up start? Like, I started um, 
say mid 2000s around there we're linking up at the barbershop and i and it's funny story and i don't even know if he remembers that he opened up for us when we did our urbanology um they did like a talent showcase that's an urbanology yeah and um he was the opening act and i remember i'm getting prepared like as the follow-up act <laughs> right to, to 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 come out and i remember him doing his t-dot song and I, I remember hearing it on early flow and i'm like yo i love that song mm-hmm. who is that guy like who like who are these guys doing this and so i heard the song like him doing the song when i'm 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 like getting ready to do the like uh, get the models ready and all that shit to, mm-hmm. to, to do the walkouts and I'm like saying to one of my assistants, yo, that's the dude I've been trying to get. Like, I need that dude mm-hmm. because he's fire, right? And I remember trying to connect with him. He gave me his number. I'm like, because like I said to my assistant, I remember the show afterwards. I said, yo, go get that dude being Aubrey Drake mm-hmm. and say, like, I want to connect with him. And like, I want to like sponsor him. I want to do something because yeah. I, like, he's, he's incredible. And this is like, he no co-sign yet. He wasn't even singing on that yeah, song. You were just yeah, rapping. Rapping. You sing it early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I really want, so I kept call, like, had my assistant calling him and calling him and calling him. And I'm like, yo, you, no response? Right? So finally, months later, she's like, no, no response. He, he, he ain't returning the call. So I'm like, what kind of disrespect? Mm. <laughs> this man is not like hollering back after. I'm, I'm really trying to, Put out for him. Yeah. And next time I see him is at the barbershop. So by this time now, I'm like, F you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm vexed because I've been trying like forever to get it, get with you. Mm-hmm. I res- rate your music, but you're not responding. Yeah. So we see each other. I see Nico and, you know, and kind of like just kept hustling. Back then I'm hustling on the streets. I'm trying to just keep my bag going. Mm-hmm keep the brand going and so i kind of have this like man forget this guy mm-hmm. uh, but my barber which is his barber right was like no nah, no nah, you two gotta gotta come together because now i'm getting his mixtapes and i'm like yo this kid's fire yeah like he's f- straight fire and then i remember the trey songs video and i'm like yo say to him like yo holla at me yo like represent He's like, nah, nah, he's doing this and that. So again, I felt like, what's really good here? <laughs> Didn't know Toronto love, yo? Yeah. Like, what's really good? So, and that's when, you know, when I really look back, you got to check him. He was a different artist mm. than all the other artists that I've ever really intertwined with because he he, he was in a, his, his headspace, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And his vibe where you got to respect it now, right? And so I remember my barber trying to bridge us again. But by that time now, he had said something and it, it, it kind of, to me, it was like he was, I didn't know, or I felt like he was throwing shots. Mm. And right? a song? No, no, just in our, in our one-on-one. Okay. And so I walked away, right? Feeling a bit disappointed because mm. I'm like, yo, if this guy only knew what I wanted to do, like, you know, rock with him. And so for the longest, we kind of, parted didn't hear any you know i seen his career flourish and mm-hmm. you know all the the power to him and 
you know, we're just saying, yo, we're going to keep doing 100 miles. We're yeah. just going to keep doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really go the way that we wanted it to go, but, you know, we're just going to keep rocking. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you know, we see an online order. And then with the online order, there's a, a message saying, we're Drake's people and can we get it by this time? And I'm like, whatever, Drake's people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you never yeah. believe nobody when they holler at you. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, because, like, like, because the, the way that it ended, I didn't, I wouldn't think in a million years you want to rock with us. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I remember just seeing it and it just felt like pop. Mm. Like the whole surreal feeling and people calling me now and online like blowing up and just 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 saying whoa this is really happening again (laughs) this is for a second time this is happening to us you know and so with that said you know like i'm so uh grateful to Mm. drake for what he's done you know for for the brand and the whole ovo crew and still want to collab i really want to collab with you know, OVO. That'd be dope. You know what I mean? For something, I think, special for the city. So, you know, this is the first time I'm really putting it out there. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have asked me, you know, how come you guys don't collaborate? So, yeah. you know, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. They watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, yeah. They watch this. They'll see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, even like the whole Toronto... Um, even like even connecting with OVO vibes, right? Because lounge used to be where Oliver used yeah. to work. Yeah, and right? I think that that was one of the reasons because as Damon has told me, like he's been a huge fan of ours. Mm. So sometimes being a fan can bring that kind of animosity to, okay. towards us. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people I feel have tried to like kind of not let it shine because of the, the the platform we've already created for ourselves and they, they, they think maybe in doing so a platform would be even larger or mm-hmm. you know it, it, to expand us because in, in in all actuality he was the one who was telling me drake was telling me uh contact oliver and he's the one that really wasn't even returning my calls or even mm-hmm. wanting to, to hear from us so that kind of created that little difference that's a little bit of a wedge yeah yeah yeah. and because like the for the people who don't know you opened a second store over there on on john street right on the corner of queen yeah which eventually once you once you left that store lounge the legendary lounge store took over (laughs) right so you see my homework bro people were watching us and they wanted to be us and now so i need to say no more Mm. shout out to damon no no disrespect and it's just this is just facts Everything is oh, I facts. said it. I'm the one who said it. I did my facts. homework. Everything is facts. Everything <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, like, how was that store? Because now at the time you have two stores going on, right? That that store was like a store whereas um, it was conceptual. Mm. Can we, can we, there. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. How you doing? No, it's an interview, actually. <laughs> it's all good here. No, no, don't leave. I don't want to be in the video. No, 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 no. You don't have to be. You can come on in if you guys want to come on in. I'm sorry. I just want to know prices. Twenty. For cats. All of them are twenty. Everything's twenty. Yeah. Okay. Everything's twenty. I'm sorry. I need to be in the video. No, no, no. 
No, it's all good. You guys are here now. Is it just one size fits? I just say try it on until you see the one you like and it's you. And and these ones go small, medium, large, extra large. Small, medium, large, extra large. Same with these ones here. But all the women ones are just like one size. And then they they have strings that you pull and you adjust it right to the head size that you want. So if you want, you can try it on. See which one you you like. And then... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's a bit... That looks nice. Yeah, she looks probably any. She's a hot lady already. So any which one she puts on is gonna look good. It's just what what her preference is, right? This one. Right, and then there's we have like this color. We have this color. There's a lot of different ones, right? Yeah, like black. Right. Then we have all black, black with polka dots. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, take it. Take your time. What else is inside? Just this is our yeah. This is our clothing. You can come on in. <laughs> don't be scared. We don't bite. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot more clothes in there. And if you want, you can come back on any day. This is our store. Like we invite everybody in. Drake's store? No, Drake is just wearing our clothing. Oh. Ah. Right. So that's Drake, that's Drake wearing our hoodie. That's what I'm like. Oh, there is lineups here. Oh, Believe it or not, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty known. We're 30 years. Oh, really? Yeah, we're a 30-year-old brand. Oh, not, but not... Not, not this location, but okay. yeah, the brand itself is a 30 years old. So we've been outfitted more than just Drake. <laughs> well, that's a good sell point for you yeah. guys, him wearing your... Yeah, that's when the Raptors won the whole playoffs. Oh, no way. Yeah, right. yeah so we got so much, like... He was wearing it yeah. during that? Yeah. Oh, that's, like, big... Yeah, the big championship. Okay, get this one. Yeah. I'll give, you, I'll give you guys some information on us. Is it going to be cash or card? Cash? Yeah. 20. Would you like a bag? Uh, no. You sure? Would you like me to cut the tag for you? Oh, did you have a hat? Yeah, I have it right here on my arm. Hello. Well, thank you. Do, do you want me to cut this tag for you? Uh, sure. Okay, give me one sec. Sorry, Ricky. This is well on. Uh, business first, bro. Yeah, and it's got to make some papers as well. It's a paper chase, you know? Yes, sir. Let's cross this. Scissors. Now, next lady comes. It's usually could by now. I closed it down. Mm. But because it's outside still. They're just, they're just, they're, they're coming. There you go, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, hold on. Actually, I didn't give it to you. Is that what it prompts? There it is. It actually knows who we are. You, man, you asked some concise questions, yo. Oh, perfect. There you go. Thank so there's you so a, much. and then. That tells you a bit about us. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So you guys are all together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I got a new client. I'm like, here, I'm ready to go. <laughs> guys, enjoy the evening, okay? Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, sorry about that. Let's get, let's get it. That's cool, man. I only got a few more questions for you. No, anyway. man, take it. I, I like these ones. These are different. Yeah, man. I, I try they're to, I gotta be they're, thorough with it. You know what I'm they're, saying? They're not like my usual wear. <laughs> like, like a spiel. Yeah, I mean, thinking. <laughs> yeah, I try to be as thorough as possible to get the complete, complete story. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm just going to cut the audio parts okay. out that we're... Uh, we'll start this video again here. Uh, it's a little bit softening.
give the, the camera a chance to cool for a second anyway. Yeah, man. So, okay. The John Street location, right? You, um, you have the two locations moving simultaneously. Yeah, actually, move- we closed down the Young now and we moved to John. Yeah, okay, so you yeah. closed down the Young, you moved to John. Yeah. Right? The... The clothes are on like mad rappers all over, all over the place. And in the social media age, as time starts to go on, starts to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Actually, you know, before I ask you that, mm-hmm. were you ever trying to hit on Lauren Hill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were trying to get with yeah, Lauren Hill a yeah, little bit, right? Yeah. Right? I loved Lauren. I love, like, she was. Who didn't, bro? Yeah, I love Lauren Hill. So, like, I didn't know she was even with uh, Clef at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just like, yo, Lauren, I used to just, like, she gave me her number and mm-hmm. I, I just remember every day calling her and she, I'm, I'm like, Lauren, you know what this is? And she goes, it's Gary. I said, I said, how do you know? She just called me yesterday. And I'm like, I'm like love you. You know what I mean? And then, and then, then you know, she, we just had this, like, ongoing where it's always would shout out Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, they wore, wore us in concert, like full hundred miles, the whole Fuji's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that with Bern, Ben Harper and the disposable souls of hypocrisy. Something like that uh, back, back then. Like, wow. Yeah, man. These guys legendary. You know what I mean? I remember Wyclef coming out and doing no woman, no cry wearing our, one of our jackets that we, we had made at the time. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah That's dope, yeah. man. So like. To fast forward a bit, right? With the social media age coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and I'm not talking about like where we are now. I'm talking about like, as it started to come in with Instagram starting to take over, you know, 2015, 2016, all those times, right? How were you able to like integrate into that social media scene or was it, like a, was it difficult? Man? It was, it was kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're, I hate to put it, but we're, we're classic. Mm. I hate the word old school. So we're classic. So when you're classic, you're, you're used to doing things on a classical level. Yeah. Right. And now you got integration. Right. And so we had to integrate with it and, and, and take steps back. Mm-hmm. Right. And look at ourselves like from a brand of nothing trying to be something again on a different platform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though we had our accolades, we're, we're new to these platforms. And so, you know, you have to do like, like yourself research mm-hmm. and, and, and knowing it and, and trying to understand it and still developing that understanding of it. Right. So it was, it was like a rebirth. Mm. Right. And then what we found was a worldwide um, peace to our brand. We never saw in a million years. We like we didn't know that we had fans in Germany. Didn't know <laughs> we had fans in Austria, Australia. Like like, and they're they're going in our DM box and saying we're fans of yours. Mm. And we're like fan of Toronto brand, man. Like is this unreal? And they've been trying to find us for how many years until we came on this platform, they finally could find us. Yeah. Right. And then seeing all these Tupac, um, 
enthused uh, social media platforms that have embraced us because of our legacy with Tupac. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting all this like new um, information and, and, and a new platform is something that like we, we, we didn't envision, you know what I mean? In a million years as a, as a brand. So it's an everyday learning and still learning because now it's TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whichever one comes after that. Yeah. Right. But just seeing how in which our brand has been able to come global. Yeah. Right. From from Toronto and, and have like a real global presence. Right. Where yeah. We've shipped a lot of our merchandise now to like so many places. Like I would never invite like France. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I, like people in France, UK. England, like, you know, um, Ireland. Yeah. You know, like getting orders from like, you're like, are you, you know, and so all of the states, everywhere in America, you can mm-hmm. think of, mm-hmm. you know, people ordering, you know, something from Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> you see, the thing is also the beauty in that is because the, the whole online presence that you guys can now have. Yeah. There's all these different countries that are real hip hop heads. Yes. Like, they love, especially like the Renaissance times. <laughs> they love that they eat that yeah. shit up. So yes. now to be able to, oh, I, this is where I can get the, the stuff that Tupac was wearing. Oh, that I can get the, the, the hoodie. Yeah. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a no brainer. Yeah. It's crazy. It is so crazy. Then with Drake doing it, it was even more of a research. Like, whoa, yeah. where can I get it? You know what I'm saying? So once yeah. that, like that happened, and like you're able to have a dot com and all that yeah. type of stuff. Hundred milesbrand.com. One zero zero milesbrand.com. <laughs> the plug. Yeah, see, see? Yeah, the plug. That was the alley you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? The plug. Um, what's one thing that you know now that you wish you knew in your young twenties doing the running the hundred miles brand? How to stay humble. Mm. How to stay um, not letting, you know, your ego get in the way of business. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the biggest thing. Um, And understanding there's a bigger person that controls everything, Mm -hmm. being the creator. Like, that's what I could tell anybody, you know, trying to do this. You know what I mean? It's just leave your ego at the door. Mm. You know what I mean? Leave, leave, leave all that like pride. You know, you can be proud of yourself, but don't be like where you can't hear or listen or learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And back then, you know, I always used to tell people I'm 20 year old in a 60 year old's body. Like, like I felt I knew as much about what I was doing. and I didn't know anything. Yeah. I didn't know thing I mean, we were just emulating or trying like at, at, at back then we yeah. were just, now like I, I i make the statement it's now we're trying right because it's now that you know we're at a mature part of the career mm-hmm. and a more understanding of our role and you know the history and being able to handle it in, in a more respectable mature way mm-hmm. right and so I think that's the biggest thing I could I could really say I, I would change. Okay. And for 
young up and coming fashion designers, people who are trying to start their clothing lines and stuff like that. Can you bestow some jewels on the babies on what what they what they should look out for when starting up a clothing line? Um, things you got to definitely do. I'll tell everybody have a lawyer in the account. <laughs> the two things: control your bag, right? Because if you blow, you want to be able to control your money and and how in which you spend and invest it and do things on a wise level. We blew up very early and very fast, mm-hmm. so. We had a lot of, we had money before people had new money. Yeah. Real shit. Like we had lots of it. And sometimes like, you know, I won't, I won't erase my past. It's just, you get a lot of friends mm. or so-called friends. And, Cause everybody know, want to be your friend yeah. because of that. So keep, keep your circle very, very tight, preferably your family or your close, close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Leave your ego. Um, another thing I'd say is study business. Mm. Right? So as much as you want to be a designer and everything, you've got to know business, right? And really understand business. Yeah. Right? And don't do it just for money. Do not do it if, if you don't believe in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do it because you love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I see a lot of everybody trying to be clothing designers or clothing brands now and that's 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 all good mm-hmm. right but we look at it are you going to be doing this 10 15 years from now are you going to be doing it 20 years from now or are you just chase that quick bag that you think you can make off of like the people around you or or the social media platform yeah right? and, and we see it every day and and like we know the good ones from the ones that are just, you know what I'm saying? Let's just put it that way. Cause I, I keep my, I look at everything, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so for us, we just try to stay true to our roots and true to, true to our design concept. And that's coming out with hardcore, high fashion, banging shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like, like we, we, like our energy and our vibe for our clothing is just, just like, I, I think different level. Right. And, and like my homie was saying to me yesterday, just was, he said, gee, I just checked it. There's levels to this shit. Levels to this shit. Yeah. And it's real. There is levels to this. And so, you know, when you think you can come on this level, you know what I'm saying? You know, salute you because Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of steps (laughs) we've taken to, to, to be here. You know what I'm saying? And so there's levels to this shit. Nah, man. Thank you for that, man. What's next for 100 Miles? What's next for G? You know what I'm saying? Vacation. <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> Vacation. Um, opening this store was very exhausting mm-hmm. um, and still work in progress. Um, it, it's, you know, something I never envisioned 30 years later. Yeah. Like I remember when I got out of retail, I'm like, yo, I ain't never going back into retail. And here we are now with the store again in the, in, in the beaches. And, you know, everybody's like, why did you choose the beaches? Why are you here? And Because there is nothing like us. Anywhere. Yeah. So we could go anywhere and, and, and show up because mm-hmm. we're, we're just this unique brand. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so whether we're downtown, uptown, we're, we're, we're going to be 100 miles. So the nice thing for, for me is just, taking this thing to where it needs to be. And mm-hmm. that's at the top. 
right? Like that's really what 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 my goal is with with this brand is just to let people recognize that a lot of these designers that you see have really come off of our platforms mm. that we created from the '90s, and so we intend to prove with not just our voices, but with our style and our concepts and with our, our, our fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, it, it, it's not just a name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot more to it. Yeah. So before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find the clothing. If you want the people to be able to tap into you personally, you could do that too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, but- this is G, otherwise known as Miles <laughs> from 100 Miles. And so to check me, Hence, I'm here at the store. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a real one, so you can come and meet me and come and build with me. 2359 Queen Street East in Toronto, otherwise the beaches, otherwise, a.k.a. the Toronto Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what we call it. Um, but on the IG, 100milesbrand, so at 100milesbrand on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, at, at 100milesbrand. Mm-hmm. Um, our website, 100milesbrand.com. Um, that's how you can connect with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, you can always shoot me an email through the website and I respond to everything, right? If not myself, my assistant, right? And shout out the team. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that, you know, shout out Ricky Dredd again. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of the real ones that really took the time out to come down, tap in on us and tap in on the history. And that's, Real hip hop love, you know what I'm saying, for the culture. So, you know, salute my my G right here. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Salute, salute, salute. Um, and most of all, this salute everybody worldwide wearing 100 Miles brand. Like, I love you guys, like, with, with my heart. Like, this thing here is, is not just about paper chasing or about the bag or whatever people want to call it. This is about us as a culture, us mm. as not just clothing a part of the culture this is dance this is an expression of oneself this is um the music this is entertainment this is like everything in one nutshell so you know we're representing it from the early 90s till now so we're just going to keep pushing you know the culture and pushing the realness of what it is to be part of this whole industry and part of being part of the world you know what i mean peace mm. love and <laughs> unity Nah, man i appreciate those those words man and and i appreciate you having me here bro oh, i, I this, this was a an insightful conversation we got to learn a lot about you about the brand you know what I mean? about the history and i feel that the audience out there will be able to catch some jewels from that. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I appreciate you once again. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. 100 Miles Clothing. We got another one in the can right here. I think this is episode 291. Big salute to everybody out there who was watching. Hit the subscribe, hit the like, all that good stuff. And for the people in the listening audience, salute to y'all. Another one in the vault. We are off of this. Peace. 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 Peace.